The New York Packers make a decision. When will they make an announcement? When will it all get worked out? Ladies and gentlemen, as we return today, the only difference between today and yesterday and the day before and the day before is the fact that the New York Packers have signed Alan Lazard to a contract. That's it. Everything else, uh, they're talking to Cobb, they're talking to Mercedes Lewis. Uh, Apparently Odell Beckham Jr. may walk through the door, may not. Uh, Other than that, welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels show today on the air and uh, (laughs) it is, uh, boy, I got another phone call. It's been like this all morning. Phone's ringing. Been like this all morning. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know that uh, the holdup seems to be what now is going to be the compensation, which is what we've thought about all along, that Rodgers has said, I want to go to New York. I don't feel wanted in Green Bay, uh, which is what we're about to hear uh, as he appears on McAfee later today. By the way, we will hear the uh, the comments on Pat McAfee's show today. So you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, as it uh, as it breaks, we will have it. So, um, which is probably going to be Pat McAfee's highest rated show, I was short of the announcement last year when he said he was coming back. And the contract was not $150 million when it really was. But uh, I don't even know. <laughs> the uh, the roller coaster that has been the last 24 to 48 hours has been, it's been kind of fun, actually. It's It's been, um, it's been, yeah, right. I, I am wearing the, uh, for those watching on the live stream today, I'm wearing the Packers pullover. In honor of the uh, the anticipation of papal smoke to come out of twelve sixty five, but uh, I it, it's been a fun roller coaster. It's been a ride that there's a lot of emotions, a lot of stuff to sort through, you know. And you can really, really, really get down the rabbit hole of what's going on. And a, a simple recap, I think. A simple recap for those that are in the New York market that are now paying attention to the program. First of all, welcome in. And uh, if you're watching us on the live stream, thank you. If you're listening to us on, say, the app or Apple or Spotify or any one of the other platforms, we thank you. Uh, iHeart, we thank you. You can always find us, uh, by the way, just download the zone, W-O-Z-N, the zone Madison. That is our flagship station. We're all throughout the great state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders as well with stations from Green Bay to Milwaukee and everything in between, go all the way out to Platteville and to Iowa. We got, uh, you know, our friends at WAYY up in Eau Claire blasting into Minneapolis. So we're all over the place. So basically what went on was Rodgers left the Packers, told him he'd make a decision. Packers said, you go do your thing. Somewhere along the way, there was a conversation or a text I think Gudikins went, you know what, this just, this is, we can't go through this again. This is, you, you don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face or throw the baby out with the bathwater and all the other cliches that go along with it. But you're kind of like, you know, God, this is just, you know, we did everything he wanted us to do. We sat down and we listened when he made the 45-minute speech two and a half years ago, three years ago. 
We welcomed him back with open arms last year with not only open arms, but an open pocketbook. We made him the highest paid player in football. We gave him three years, 50 million bucks. We put ourselves behind the financial eight ball. We did anything and everything we possibly could to make him feel wanted, and yet he still doesn't feel wanted. We gave him Randall Cobb. We gave him Alan Lazard. We gave him Big Dog. We made sure that we kept Tanya around and did everything we possibly could. We paid David Bakhtiari. He wanted us to pay Kenny Clark. We paid Kenny Clark. Wanted to keep the team good. We paid everybody, anybody and everybody that we could to keep him around and make him feel safe. We did everything we possibly could. Did it. Rodgers kept saying it's got to be a mutual decision. Mutual. It's got to be mutual. Brian Gutekinds at the end of the season said, I don't know why he would feel it's not. Ask Aaron. Well, Aaron's not talking. He's giving cryptic answers. But yet he's not, according to him. He doesn't mean to be a diva. He doesn't. If people don't understand it, then then turn the, turn the channel. If you don't understand who I am, turn the channel. I'm going into the darkness. I've had this scheduled. That's fine. Come out of the darkness. I told you I'd give you an answer. Okay. Timely answer. Before the start of free agency. Okay. Well, we're at it. Waiting. Everything behind the scenes is going on. Nobody in his inner circle is talking, correct? Okay. Gotcha. So we sit here today, and Rogers gives them a wink wish list of guys that would make him feel comfortable. Are these guys that are high-end Talent? No. And I'm not, I don't mean to knock Randall Cobb or Alan Lazard or Mercedes Lewis or anybody like that. I I just, they're they're not high end talent. These guys are uh, either one past their prime or two mediocre. But these are kind of his inner circle. These are his guys, right? Okay. I don't have to have them, but. It would certainly make a transition to New York, wink, better. Okay. So let's not say we'll drag this out. Okay? Right. Okay. So Rogers does what he does. There you go. Now we're full steam ahead. We're full steam ahead. After all the options have been whittled away, the Packers had to wait. The Jets had to wait. Now it's in the Jets' hands and the Packers' hands. Now the waiting has to continue because the two, these two sides, who Rodgers has already agreed to what he, he wants, now these two sides have to figure out compensation. The Packers seem to think that, you know what? Matthew Stafford, he went to the Rams. He won him a Super Bowl. A couple of ones. Yeah, we're good to go there. And we got a, we got a good, good, good haul of compensation for uh, for Matthew Stafford. That's what the Packers want. The Jets are like, whoa, wait a minute. You don't even want this guy. He's 39 years old. He's older than Matthew Stafford. And he can't even decide if he wants to come out of the darkness on time or not. And he could, it took him all this time to even make up his mind if he wanted to play football. Rodgers is not worth what Matthew Stafford was worth. Well, wait a minute. If you feel that Rodgers is the linchpin to getting you deep into the postseason and or winning you a championship, and you've already thought so highly of him that you've signed Alan Lazard, certainly he's worth whatever it is we're asking. And the Jets are like, no, he's not. 
And Rodgers, in the meantime, is sitting there going, now now you guys are going to start talking about compensation, and now you guys are going to start arguing? So now Rodgers is sitting there waiting on this deal to get done. So the Packers had to wait. The Jets had to wait. The Packers initiated the Jets by saying, yeah, go ahead, go talk to him. Rodgers said, okay, they don't want me anymore. It's not because they just don't think you're good. It's because they don't think you're all in. I mean, Rodgers is, you know, going to go be the keynote speaker at a hallucinogenic convention in June. He's, he's not all in. Okay. So now they're going to try to work out compensation. So the slow roll is no longer in the hands of Aaron Rodgers. Now it's between the two entities, the two teams, to get a deal done. So now we're... <laughs> We're no longer on Aaron Rodgers' time. Now we're on Green Bay Packer New York Jets' time. And here's the argument. I can almost hear it now. Well, the Packers don't want me. The Packers just let me they, – they're going to let me go ahead and go. So I went ahead and, you know, and I, 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 you know, I talked to the Jets. We had good conversations, you know. They, they took some of the things that I had to say into consideration and wink – and, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm ready to come back. I feel like I can play at an MVP level. And, and yeah, I, I uh, you know, I, there's certain things I'd like. And I've already discussed, you know, Big Dog and, and Cobby and, and a, uh, a, a Lazard or whatever the hell he calls him. And, yeah, you know, and there's a good talent out there in Odell Beckham Jr. And, you know, boy, you'd love to play with guys like that that, you know, raise the level of your play. And, you know, I'd, I'd really like that. But it, it's not up to me anymore. And that's where he's going to lay it. That's where he's going to drop that ball. Can you almost hear it? It's going to be that in a Cliff Notes version, right? That's that's the gist of it. And so we're going to sit here and we're going to go, okay, so now what? Jets fans are going to say he's a 39-year-old quarterback, going to be 40, who can't seem to make up his mind if he wants to play. So we got to go for it all in one year. And he's bringing a few guys along. It's not going to cost us a ton of money, but we know that – you know, hey, this is going to make him more comfortable coming over to the Meadowlands. So when he begins his 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 training here in New York in the Big Apple, where the lights are the brightest and Broadway is bright, this is the way he's comfortable. So we're going to go ahead and go all in. But don't don't try to rob us. And the Packers are going to say, if you think he's all that in a bag of chips and he's committed to you and he's going to be all in and he's going to win you an MVP and all that kind of stuff, well then he's worth this amount of money, right? Because this is what the Rams gave. And the Jets are going to say, well, no, he's not. And the Packers are going to say, well, yes, he is. And then they're going to get him down to an argument on that. And then it seems to be that you can't negotiate a contract until a year after calendar-wise that it was actually signed, which was a year ago yesterday. And that means they can't really do much today. So they're going to just kind of talk about it and try to get some compensation done, which means everybody's going drunk ass. is going to be out there on St. Patrick's Day just floating around, just hammered, not knowing what the hell they're signing. And all of a sudden, a deal's going to get done because everybody's just bombed. And everybody's just hanging out on St. Patrick's Day. And suddenly, while in the midst of all the drunken bodies and empty beer bottles and cans and every, all the crap and everything that's spewed everywhere and all the kale, corned beef and cabbage and just stank flying out of people's rear ends because they've had too much cabbage. And also, and you're going to hear Aaron Rodgers off to the New York Jets. And they ended up getting a number one, and they got a conditional pick next year, which is right back to the beginning of where we started. There you go. So take this, put it into whatever diatribe you want to you wanna grab it, the audio-wise, put it into your phone, and then when it happens, 
on uh, on Friday, you can go, damn. Damn. You nailed it. Trey Wingo was right. It started. Rogers said, I'm good. Then he gave the wish list. Wink. Then the ball started rolling, and the Packers and the Jets started talking. And it's all going to happen. It's just now happening on Packers and Jets' time and not on Rodgers' time. But everything initiated the other day when Wingo said, it's done. Rodgers is in. He gave him the wish list. Diana Rossini printed it out. Fox reported it. Schefter authenticated it. And the Adam Schefter condescending SOB smarmy like to beat the crap out of him with a plate full of spaghetti kind of way. And then there we have it. And that's where we're at today. There you go. How are we looking? I feel good. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. You're going to want to hear what Trey Wingo had to say. You're going to hear then the schmarmy Adam Schefter tell everybody basically what I just said in his way. And it's nothing's official. God knows that if 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 we're all sitting in a, a giant cathedral, you and I are all sitting there. This was asked to me last night. I thought this was a great analogy. Uh, last night, you were all you were all sitting here, and, and and you're right next to me. We're all sitting in pews, right? And we're in a giant cathedral. And the priest, Father Antonio, puts his hands in the air, says, Dear Heavenly Father, we look forward to the day of the return of your son, Jesus Christ. We welcome it. We want it. We need it. And then suddenly, through the stained glass, a light flies through the building right there next to the altar just bam smoke angels doves and there's jesus christ he's standing there oh by the way he's got lombardi with him he's right there people wouldn't believe it until adam Schefter said yeah it really happened it was jesus christ i got word a little earlier that you know once jesus christ decided to come back that nothing was official until the human race was going to be able to accept it on their terms and that's when you know it's official so now and then you'll see breaking news jesus christ returns because adam Schefter says it that's how arrogant he is more of the bill michael show next covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. frustration there's a level of come on man and then there's the sit back relax and enjoy yourself get your popcorn ready because this thing's going to drag out at least for a little while longer 
877-867-1670. So Trey Wingo, who uh, I'm giving Trey, you know what? And for all of you that said Trey was, oh, he's not a credible source. Trey Wingo has been nothing but a credible source his entire career. So stop. Uh, but Trey Wingo started the ball rolling, saying, yep, this is going to happen. Diana Rossini got the wish list. Adam Schefter confirmed, uh, of course, that, uh, you know, the next day the sun rose and all that kind of stuff, and we all breathed a little bit easier. Uh, but he had this to say, cautionary tale-wise, in regards to Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, and the New York Jets. Listen. Here, here's what I'll say. Uh, the tweet that I put out there is going to happen it's just a matter of when and and when i say it may drag into next week you need to be prepared for that because it may go into next week um but aaron Rodgers, the deal the deal for aaron Rodgers has been in place since last friday it's essentially been in place last friday now i don't know exactly what the delay is and i might have something to do with that because when you're trading aaron Rodgers, right you need to button everything up Right from the Packers side, how we want to thank him for all these years of 50. They want to do it right and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure the Jets want to make sure they get it right. So when the narrative is disrupted or the timeline of their narrative is disrupted, much in the same way it was for Tom Brady's pseudo-retirement last year when Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter broke the news that Tom was walking away, suddenly people are like, no, holy hell, let's move things. We got we to gotta do some stuff. That might be part of it. That might be part of it. All I can tell you is this deal has been in place for a long time, and the holdup isn't really Aaron. Uh, it isn't Aaron. Uh, ready to roll. So uh, Jets fans, of course, are obviously, as a group, a very nervous, strenuous, and anxious group of people. Uh, but you might have to wait a little bit longer, but play the long game. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the New York Jets in 2023. There you go. There you go. It is the holdup is no longer Aaron Rodgers. The darkness has lifted. The light is shining through. Rodgers is like, you know, give me big dog. There is nothing better to the wide receiving core and to my ability to be able to communicate with the wide receiver group than to let Cobby coach him up. Nothing. Go get me Cobb. Oh, by the way, Al Lazard. He is the next coming of Devontae Adams. You got to bring him in. Got to bring him in. Really? Okay. Oh, Alan, what do you want? Oh, I, I want four years of $427 million. Done. Woody Johnson, done. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. We're going to let Cobby coach him up. Aaron, are you all in? Yeah, you know what? I got this, uh, this, oh, God, what is it? This, uh, this hallucinogenic thing I'm going to do. So I'm going to pop a couple of gummies, take a couple of mushrooms. I'm going to off. Uh, I'm going to go speak for a little bit. I'm going to crap in a five-gallon bucket from uh, Home Depot. And then I'm going to be there come training camp. But Cobby's got this. Cobby's got this. Yeah. Now it's in the Packers' hands. Packers and Jets, they got to agree on compensation. In the meantime, we should have, like, like dramatic <sighs> – Religious music for this, because here I can is. do that. Can you do that, Ben? Can, yeah, can, give me can, a second. Ben, ben Kenny, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, listening from the East Coast and and not understanding who Ben is and the voice from above, <laughs> Ben Kenny, joining the program, producing the program. Badgers in the Sweet um, Sixteen, by the way. Oh, ba- Badgers in the Sweet Sixteen of the uh, NIT. How are we looking? 
Uh, so before, Ben's going to grab some uh, some religious music before, because you cannot. And by the way, yes, I have, uh, I'm have. i okay today. For those that are asking, I have not taken any hallucinogenics. Uh, I do. Uh, Mike Clements and I are possibly uh, going to be on the panel of questioners, maybe, when the hallucinogenic convention comes up. Uh, I think we... Uh, I think Mike and I would have some really good questions. And at this point in time, after going through this with Favre, being there at the press conference when Favre cried to me, I asked Brett, you know, if there's going to be any regrets, if he was sure of this decision, went on and on. And I'm standing there. I got a good picture of myself with the NFL uh, network microphone as a, one of their correspondents. I felt pretty good that day. And uh, when, you know, Brett looked to the heavens, when really he was looking up thinking, if I could just get Ted Thompson's office to come crashing through the floor, drop to the basement, smatter everywhere, and Ted's legs go one way, his head goes another, and his arms go another, I would feel a lot better. And at one point or another, in some way, shape, or form, his Birkenstocks would be over there, and the white socks that he wears would be over there, and those pants that he pulls up and gives himself the male hoof would be like right down there, and so all that would be just gone. And, and that, that's what Brett was crying, because he's like, hey, well, they, just, they, they built this place so solid that office won't drop through the floor but I, I remember i went through all of that and then rogers comes in leads him to a super bowl and i'm i'm on the floor i'm down there in dallas i'm at at&t stadium and the confetti is flying i'm, I'm on the field and it's a surreal moment people are like are you having fun i'm like i'm having a blast because i'm sitting here on the field at the 50 yard line of at&t stadium they've got terry bradshaw up there with aaron Rodgers and clay matthews and raising the lombardi trophy and i've got film i've got footage of here comes out ron wolf bill we want it gives me a hug and knocks the camera out of my hand and it was just a, it was a fantastic moment and you go from the highest to highs and now you're down here to the lowest of lows you're like how how the hell do we get here? But nobody really understands why, because it just happens, because you've got prima donnas and divas and all these different things you got to do, and a giant, I mean, like, when when this finally happens, the, the sun will shine on Lambeau Field again, because up until this point, we've had 30 years of this giant, I mean, humongous ass, just above Lambeau Field, that everybody has had to get to their tiptoes, lean up and go, because we've had to kiss that ass all this time, and once the ass is gone, there's no more asses to kiss, and so, therefore, you should play the dramatic music because once you hear the words from Adam Schefter to say, hold on, it's not done yet, but it'll get done, then we all become believers. Here is Adam Schefter. Well, Greeny, I will not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers tells Pat McAfee, yes, that he wants to play for the Jets. But as we've been saying all week long, there are layers to this whole situation. It's not a simple decision of Aaron Rodgers just saying, okay, I want to play for the Jets and snap your finger, you're put out of your misery, Greeny, and it's done, okay? <laughs> it's more complicated than that. If, assuming he does want to play for the Jets, which all signs continue to point to the fact that, yes, he does, then the Jets have to figure out a restructured contract with him, and they have not done that, to my knowledge, just yet. More complicated is the fact that the Jets and the Green Bay Packers have to figure out compensation on what it would take to acquire Aaron Rodgers. And my understanding is that within the Packers organization, they felt that he was worth a package that was similar to the one that the Rams once got for Matthew Stafford, which was multiple one. Now, if you're the New York Jets, you don't want to have to trade multiple ones for a 39-year-old quarterback who's on a year-to-year -year basis and you don't know how long he'll have your have you'll have his services. So the Jets have to figure out what they're willing to pay. Now the man sitting in the studio once made a trade for Brett Favre 
and I believe he surrendered a conditional fourth round draft pick that could have been a third or a second. And I think the Jets would be much more comfortable surrendering the Mike Tannenbaum package for Brett Favre than what the Packers would like back for Aaron Rodgers today. So it's up to the two sides to find some common ground. And the Green Bay Packers, as much as they'd like to clear the salary from their books and gain clarity, they're not rushing to do that. So that could take some time. The Jets aren't willing to give up what the Packers are asking. And so that could take some time. You have the contract. That takes some time. There are players that Aaron Rodgers would like to see in New York. That might take some time. There are a whole host of factors. And when you're dealing with a player as complex and as enigmatic as Aaron Rodgers, I think the concern at some point might be, well, it goes south, Green Bay digs its heels in, and maybe they don't get this done. Now, I don't mean to upset you and put you into another frenzy, Greeny, or do anything <laughs> like that. I'm just telling you, it certainly seems like Aaron Rodgers wants to play. The Jets, we know, absolutely want him. And it's up to figuring out all the other layers that come with this. It's not just snap your fingers and it's done the way. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be right back. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. There you have it. There is nobody better in the business than one Ben Kenny. Welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. And if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter as well. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Instagram, same thing. You can find us on YouTube under Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. There's always emailing the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, Show. Uh, dot com is the website and uh, anything and everything you hear you can find us on apple itunes spotify you can find us on google podcasts and such <sighs> there you go first half hour of the show like that gone packers feel that rogers is worth at least a couple of ones at least that's the report Jets are like, no, you, you don't want him. You got to get rid of him. Packers are like, no, we don't. And if you think he's so good, then you got to pay. And the Jets are like, no, we don't. And so that's where we're at. In the meantime, Rodgers is going to kick back in some kind of comfortable pants and some kind of T-shirt and hair looks like he just got done being the pivot man. And uh, he's going to go on Pat McAfee and talk about the conversations he had with the Jets and it's great to talk to people in the business and get perspectives and depth. And then the discussion is, oh, by the way, Pat McAfee is now on his wish list. I think he's coming back as the Jets punter. Uh, and A.J. Hawk's going to be the middle linebacker now. Um, so those guys are probably going to come back. Although McAfee would be stupid because he makes much more money uh, doing what he's doing. But uh, so that's all going to happen. And uh, <laughs> I got a New York number calling me right now. This is just... This is crazy. The whole world. So there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, I got asked uh, uh, a little while ago, uh, I think it was on the live stream, uh, do, what's happening? 
And uh, I, 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 my response is, uh, I, I don't know anymore. I want to be the voice of clarity and of reason. And it's, it's, you know, the Jets flew out. They convinced Rogers. Rogers is like, great. Here's my wish list. Here's my wish, wish, <laughs> wish. Wink, wish list. Can you get these guys? Wink. Oh, by the way, put them in the locker next to me. Wink. Uh, here's my wish list. And, uh, you know, I I don't know. It's in the Packers' hands. Uh, Packers are screwing me over again. This is the way they treat players. i just like, okay. Uh, and it's not, it's not that it's hate for Rodgers. It's really not. It's just that this is just now so unbelievably complex. What could have been done a month ago is now pressing into into free agency and such, and teams are strapped and tied, and you know it's it's the same, it's the reason Devontae Adams left. Devontae, it wasn't like Devontae didn't want to stay in Green Bay. He just he wanted to eventually leave because he got tired of the circus. You know, he's like, look, you're not even going to talk to me because you can't because of Aaron Rodgers. So, I, you know, I don't need this. I'm going to move closer to home. I want to take my family back uh, into Vegas. That's where I want to be. So I don't have to put up with this anymore, you know? So it is what it is. There you go. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, do it. Go ahead and uh, give, us a, give us a shout. Um, let's go to John listening to us in Marshfield. John, how you doing, man? What's going on? Bill, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. What's going? What's happening? What are you thinking today? Yeah. Well, you know, with all this Rogers stuff, I, I'm, I'm frankly, I'm kind of tired of the whole situation, and as many, many people are, I'm sure. But okay, Rogers, if he's gone, we've got Jordan Love. Personally, from what I've seen, seen him play, you know, I, I don't think he's got what it takes to make the Packers a winning team, but. Frankly, I think the Packers would be probably better off getting Jim DelGazo back to quarterback. But I'm kind of wondering what your thoughts are on um, a backup quarterback for Jordan Love. Um, is Nick Foles still available, and would they bring somebody like him on in case Jordan Love isn't the yes. answer? Then you move Nick Foles up? You could do that, yeah. Uh, I believe, Ben, we talked about the yesterday. Foles is still available, right? He hasn't been picked up? Yes, he is, Bill. He is still available. Yes, he is. So, yes, they could do that. They could go in that direction. I think that would be a smart move, but... Uh, you got to get – no, I agree with you. You got to get somebody, a veteran ilk, in there, and uh, that would not be a bad pickup, a guy that's been there, done that in the postseason. Now, uh, granted, he has not shown a whole lot since then, but he at least right. has, you know, ability. I mean, he at least has been there, done that, so maybe he could be a placeholder for a, for a few games or for, you know, a month or so if need be, but right. uh, I don't think you're hanging your, hanging your you know, future on him, but no, I'd take that. Right. You, you At this point, you don't that, have any other options, right? You don't have anybody else. Right. There's there's exactly. nobody else floating around out there. You can go, oh, my God, you know, this guy's available, you know. So. Yeah, you see guys that falter with one team, they move on to another team, and they excel. And yep. maybe this is what Nick Foles needs. Yep. Nope. maybe well, Nick Foles comes into this, and uh, he's able to run the Shanahan-style Matt LaFleur offense. And if, uh, if, if we don't see anything from Jordan Love, maybe that's the direction they go until they draft somebody. Who knows? But... Cross your like fingers that, that uh, cross your fingers that Jordan Love is a real deal. Drop to your knees, say a couple of novenas, pray on Sundays, and off we go. And off we go. 
Should uh, I be, this one's, Bill, yeah, should, I be, should I be serious for a second? Yeah, go ahead. There's no bigger Nick Foles fan in the world, maybe, than myself. The, and I bring him up often because it would be funny. Correct. The problem is he stinks. You know? <laughs> like, like, we've seen him play the last couple of years. Yes. He, he can't play anymore. So you could bring him in as a third guy just, just for vibes, which I'm all here right? for. He's a pseudo right? coach. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the Packers will lose every game if he starts. Yep. Uh, by the way, uh, you bless the martyr says, uh, here's a fact. Nick Foles, Aaron Rodgers, both have one Super Bowl ring. There's a fact. I didn't say it. It's true, though. How are we looking? What if they bring in, they could bring in Joe Flacco, too. Then they get three, or I guess there'd be two rings in the room. With two Rogers guys gone. that have rings in the room, yeah. No doubt. I'm with you, man. I get it. All jokes aside, uh, I'm, I'm in on Stetson Bennett at Georgia. Draft him right. in the fifth round. Bring him in. I don't think he goes that far. I think he goes like third round. Well, take really him. Do. You, you can't go wrong in the third round if you're goody. Right. That's what I'm saying. Pick him in a third round. That's guaranteed that he's going to stink. Because God no, he said, please, God, no, don't take the Jets third round pick. Right? The third round picks have just, just been abysmal, for lack of a better term. Uh, we went through this. There's like three picks in 25-plus years out of the third round that have been worth anything, that have at least made it into a second contract. Other than that, oof, it's been, been, been tough. Um, this is from Bill. Bill says, uh, bring in Gardner Minshew. We haven't seen a stash like that in Green Bay in a long time. People want to bring in Gardner Minshew for his mustache. Uh, look, in all seriousness, this deal is going to get worked out. Um, Rodgers is going to be under center in New York. Uh, whether or not Cobb and everybody else are there, Lazard certainly will be there. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, and it's just a matter of working out the compensation now, working out the contract. That's all it is. It's working out the numbers. And as soon as they uh, come to some middle ground in all of this, uh, we'll find out what, you know, a 39-year-old quarterback who is on the fence of whether or not he even wanted to play, yet deciding to go to a new city, What we'll find out what he's worth and go from there. And if it turns out to, to be a Super Bowl championship for the New York Jets, then whatever they give up is 100% worth it. And if it turns out the same as what we've seen in the past and, you know, I, which I find interesting. I, I It was even, uh, I think it was Mad Dog brought it up today. I was listening to him. And he said, Alan Lazard's a must-have, yet he's the guy that was wide open on not one but two different occasions in two different drives in two different games at the end of a season. <laughs> wide open. And Rodgers refused to throw it to him. So, you know, for the guy that you got to have, that's that's the guy you want around you, it, it becomes almost, you know, kind of head-scratching in that sense. Uh, but it is what it is. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, like you'd mentioned, Badgers got a win last night. They uh, advance. Uh, they beat Bradley. Ben, was it me or what, when I'm watching that game, there was not a whole lot of people in the uh, in the Kohl Center last night. I was somewhat surprised at how many they were, actually. Really? Okay. Well, because it's spring break, so all the students are gone until right. Sunday. And it's 8.30 on a Tuesday night in the NIT. Yeah. That doesn't seem like it'd be a big draw. No, but I thought there'd be more people there. Uh, I was watching last night, and as uh, free throws were being shot and the camera angles from the end zone 
to the other end of the the uh, the coal center were being shown. I was like, wow, there's there's nobody there. That's a that's a scarce uh, population right there. So uh, that went on, and then the Bucks got a nice win last night over uh, the Phoenix Suns. Giannis dominating yet again. Bucks to fifty wins. Um, it, it's it's almost a foregone conclusion that you're in the Eastern Conference Finals, barring injury. Now, whether or not you're one of the uh, 22 teams that have made it to the finals after getting being the first team to get to 50 wins in a season, 22 teams have then gone on that have done it have gone on to the finals, and 17 of those have won the finals out of the 22. So, uh, you would assume that the Bucks are pretty much on their way, just via record-wise, if history begins to repeat itself. Uh, you don't want to be one of the five teams that actually ended up getting beat in the first round uh, of the postseason. Uh, but that, again, would depend upon uh, injury more so than anything. But uh, the Bucks, nice nice season, and hopefully they keep it rolling. And in the meantime, we all get ready for uh, the madness of March. As last night, the first two play-in games were completed. you got two more tonight. The tournament gets underway tomorrow. you got St. Patrick's Day on Friday. And the world continues to spin between Green Bay and New York. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Great place, Lake Country, Okachi. That is smoke on the water, and they got a big, uh, big day going on. Uh, obviously, uh, come Friday. St. Patrick's Day, and uh, Chef Jerry Garcia out there has got uh, the corned beef and cabbage all ready to go. However, uh, they are going to also have uh, big doings going on for the NCAA tournament starting tomorrow. So if you are looking for a place to go to watch the uh, first couple of rounds and uh, head out over the weekend, smoke on the water, great place to go. If you are looking for a tr- like Sunday morning breakfast trem- or even Friday night fish fry, a tremendous place to go out to uh, Sloppy Joe's. Uh, on Hubertus, in Hubertus, just east of Holy Hill. Um, That is, uh, like, you should walk in the door and there's an old-fashioned waiting for you. It's just that kind of an old-fashioned Wisconsin bar, just a great Wisconsin establishment. So, um, anyway, both of them, great places, great places. Sloppy Joe, smoke on the water. Uh, You can't go wrong, not at all, not at all. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to give us a shout. Uh, by all means, go ahead and uh, and hit us up. Uh, you can find us uh, via the phones. You can find us uh, email, uh, which I got a ton of emails to get through today, too, by the way. We'll try to get through all of this stuff as the show goes on. And uh, then don't forget, coming up in the last hour of the program, um, we will obviously have whatever reaction Aaron Rodgers has uh, on Pat McAfee today. Scott in Arpin, Wisconsin said, hey, you know, uh, tell you, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Uh, I'm fed up as well. Anyway, where do you think uh, we would be at if the Packers would never have drafted Love? My opinion is that Rodgers has never let that go. What do you think? 100% agree, Scott. 100% agree. There is no doubt, no doubt, um, that this, that the Jordan Love pick, if you want to get into the grand scheme of the Jordan Love pick, that that ignited Rodgers, it drove a wedge between Rodgers and the Packers. Jordan Love, well, I, you know, Rodgers talks about all the love for Jordan and this and that, has always been a wedge between Rodgers and Green Bay. 
It has been. I don't care what you say. It, it, it's what's ignited everything. It's, it's brought us to this. Um, because let's just say they don't pick Jordan Love. And you're just kind of running with Bankert and some other backups. And, you know, you've got maybe a you know, free agent guy that comes in just to back up Aaron Rodgers that really isn't any kind of a threat. And now we sit here today wondering if, you know, if Rodgers will or will not come back because you would probably at this point be wanting them to come back. But you're probably having an open dialogue saying, hey, Aaron, um, you know, I think we're going to start looking towards uh, a backup. What do you think? You know, and I think there's legitimate discussion with Aaron, if indeed you bring him into the discussion uh, to say, hey, uh, how many years you like got left? We don't want you to take offense. Do you think we should be looking for, um, you know, a, a backup quarterback and or the future? And at that point in time, that would be Rogers' call. Uh, while he may not like it or may be semi offended by it, reasonably speaking, he can understand it because of where he's at. But at the time, Rogers just came off of a down season that people went, hmm. I wonder if Father Time's kind of catching up with him. And he was like, no, 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 no. I was banged up. I had a bad knee. I got it, you know, I had a fracture in my knee just below my kneecap in the first game of the season. And I played through the whole season. And you're going to penalize me for that? You're going to go out and find my replacement because of that? Are you kidding me? I gutted it out. And that 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 pissed him off. But, no, if you don't have Jordan Love here, there's no discussion, you know? Um, now, on Goody's behalf, not only is this departure between Rodgers and the Packers going to the Jets part of this, this is a byproduct of that choice. Now, then you take it a step further, and the legacy then will continue into the next few years because if Jordan Love is not the real deal, this will not only be you exited a Hall of Famer for a for for this guy but you've had two and a half years now of contentiousness in addition to that you also chose the wrong guy so three to five years of just drama has played out because of a choice to not only take this guy in the first round but to trade up to get this guy in the first round and it turns out he's not even the guy so there is a lot, I mean a lot, writing on Jordan Love. Just like there was a lot writing on Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers delivered. Rodgers, regardless of what you say, in recent history, he won a Super Bowl. Okay, that choice was made. Rodgers took it, ran with it, won a Super Bowl, hoisted a trophy. Okay? Now, at the minimal, you have to get the same out of Jordan Love. You got to get a, you got to get a championship because if you just continually falter, either teetering on making or not making the postseason, drafting towards the middle to the end of the first round or of the draft, uh, you're not all in enough with a quarterback to be able to win. But yet you've got a decent team, not a great team around them. You're not really quite sure what you want to do. You waffle back and forth. You're worried about salary, but not going all in, and you continue to run things the way that they've been run. And yet, after two, three, five, seven years, whatever it happens to be, and you don't have anything to show for it, it will be a absolute colossal mistake.
one hour down. And uh, right now, none of us, as far as I know right now, are drinking. Now, I could use a Bloody Mary, I'll tell you that. Uh, but if you want to drink, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I would completely understand it at this point. As a matter of fact, it's probably preferred. If you're going to listen to the program, it's probably preferred. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Three more hours yet to go. We'll be back right after this.